The Health and Human Services Department's Inspector General is out with its latest compendium of unimplemented recommendations for HHS. As in past years, the volume boils the issues down to 25 recommendations the OIG thinks would have big impacts on program effectiveness or cost savings. Andrew Van Landingham is senior counsel at the HHS Office of Inspector General. He spoke with Federal News Network's Jared Serbu about some of the top concerns and, in particular, what the department can do to shore up the integrity of the Medicaid program. The compendium title has actually changed this year to Solutions to Reduce Fraud, Waste, and Abuse in HHS Programs. And I think that that's really important to point out for a couple of reasons. One, that's what this document really is. Uh, they are recommendations that the department and its uh, programs can implement to really address the core point of OIG's mission, which is reducing fraud, waste, and abuse across the department. And so what this document does uh, for OIG and for the department is help us prioritize the most salient issues facing the department's programs and that might impact the department's beneficiaries. I think it's no surprise to anyone that there's a lot going on in the federal government. The department has lots of priority issues that it has to try and tackle. Um, and OIG's recommendations are part of that sort of priority pile that the department is facing. Uh, by putting together this document where we can help the department and its officials prioritize the most salient issues that we believe based on our work, that helps sort of both allocate resources appropriately uh, get additional resources if appropriate, and really help focus on the things that we think can have the most impact uh, on improving the efic efficiency and effectiveness of departmental programs. All right, and so for the purposes of this interview, we obviously don't have time to get into detail for all, all 25 of the top 25 you identified this year. So we wanted to zero in on one particular area, which is vulnerabilities in the Medicaid program, just to serve as kind of an exemplar of, of, of the sorts of the sorts of issues that make up the report. Broadly, what makes Medicaid, and then we'll get into some of the specific recommendations, but, but broadly, what makes Medicaid vulnerable as a program, and, and why are there so many recommendations associated with it? Yeah, it's no secret that uh, federal oversight of the Medicaid program can be particularly hard. Uh, that's a concept that both uh, OIG, the Government uh, Accountability Office, uh, and the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services have expressed publicly. And that's because there is no one Medicaid program, right? right. Uh, there are over 50 state Medicaid programs that operate differently from each other. And so having one approach to federal oversight over the Medicaid program is particularly challenged, uh, challenging because of that but also because of the, the growth of Medicaid. Um, you know, it serves roughly 75 million Americans now, and of those 75 million uh, lives covered, it also includes some of the most vulnerable populations in the country, including developmentally disabled folks, uh, elderly, uh, Medicaid covers nearly 50% of all childbirths. So we're talking about a program that is both growing in, in size but also has a lot of complex health uh, issues it needs to address. So those factors make uh, oversight of the Medicaid program particularly challenging and also particularly important. Yeah, so let's get a little bit specific. And the first recommendation you have in the Medicaid integrity area is, is number 12, which is that CMS should ensure that national Medicaid data are complete, accurate, and timely. So what do we mean when we say national Medicaid data, given, as you said, there are 50-plus state programs, and in what sorts of, of data are missing from that national picture? 
Yeah, so, so this really references uh, one data system within CMS called the uh, TMSIS or the Transformed Medicaid Statistical Information System. And this is a system that way back in 1997, Congress required CMS to establish a national data set, data set of Medicaid information. And generally speaking, it includes uh, all the salient information that you'd want to know about Medicaid, right? So that would be claims information uh, that, you know, providers submitting to its state Medicaid agency. That includes eligibility information. And it also includes uh, something called encounter data, which is sort of like claims information, but in the managed care context. Mm -hmm. uh, and so th th this is a longstanding program that OIG has been overseeing um, since its early days of implementation in the early 2000s up until uh, just last year. And what, what's missing and what progress has the department made? What pro progress has CMS rather made toward filling in those data gaps? Yeah, so, so the good news is, um, you know, as of, I think, last year, uh, all states, D.C. and two territories are now reporting data to the TMC system. And, and that's a big deal. Um, over the last several years, that's been one of our ongoing recommendations that CMS should really make sure that everyone's reporting into the system. Uh, and now we're really on to the next phase, right? It's not enough just to report data into the system, but it's up to CMS and the states to make sure that the data being reported is of high quality, that it's being reported timely. Uh, it's really a sort of data governance issue uh, that'll really make OIG's chief data officer happy uh, because everyone knows that in order to get good insights out of data, it's gotta be well curated data. And that's really what we're asking CMS to do now. Um, and CMS is conducting sort of targeted reviews of state data to ensure that the quality is there. Uh, because without that, it's really hard to conduct oversight. Uh, if the information isn't in, into the TMC system timely, then we're not going to be able to spot something like a fraud trend uh, on time, right? It might take two or three years if the, the data is going in late. Uh, whereas if it's going in every quarter, we might be able to spot a fraud trend uh, before it gets too out of control. All right, and let's move on to another recommendation, which is number 16. You, you mentioned before that, that oversight of the program is hard because the, each program is run by a state, and then below that, generally, by a managed care organization within each state, who are responsible for referring cases of, of fraud and abuse. And I, I think you're saying here that that fairly rarely happens. Yeah, that, that, that's almost right. I mean, I think what we're founding, finding in the managed care program in Medicaid is that there's still weaknesses with how managed care organizations conduct program integrity. And so the managed care entities really have a responsibility to have robust program integrity programs in place so that they can catch things like fraud and abuse. Um, and this is an, an area we've been interested in since about 2011 when we first did work. Uh, and we found some concerns in 2011. And so that prompted some follow-up uh, that forms the basis of this recommendation. And what we're finding is there's more than a handful of MCOs that really aren't making uh, uh, a lot of fraud referrals in comparison to their peers, right? So th they're beneath the median number of referrals, which just is an indication that perhaps they don't have a robust program integrity program that we would like to see because of their important role as, as being the frontline payers uh, in Medicaid. And now that managed care accounts for roughly 80% uh, of coverage for, for Medicaid beneficiaries or some type of coverage for Medicaid beneficiaries, it is vital 
that these managed care entities are using techniques like proactive data analysis, um, that they have high quality program integrity uh, employees on board that can help uh, the insurance company spot those fraud trends and work with their providers to prevent fraud and abuse. And this report and our recommendation just really indicates that there's more work to be done. Uh, the last thing I'll say is the good news is that um, CMS uh, in 2016 released uh, its Medicaid Managed Care Final Rule, and that included a lot of improvements to requirements that managed care entities have to meet related to program integrity. Uh, this report and the, the related recommendation really looked at the time period before those requ new requirements were in place. Uh, so we're hoping that, uh, you know, with the additional rules that CMS put in place in 2016 uh, and some additional guidance that CMS is hoping to put out, that those rules will go from just being on the books to being operationalized by the managed care entities. And we're looking forward to seeing improvement um, across the states. Andrew Van Landingham is Senior Counsel at the Health and Human Services Office of Inspector General. Speaking with Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. We'll post this interview along with a link to the report at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. <coughs> Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. Ricola. It's in our nature.